For GateWorld.net, I'm Darren Sumner, and I'm here, pleasure, with Mr. Michael Kopsa. Thank you very much. Kerrigan That's right. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks. We appreciate uh, you taking some time with us. Before we talk about Stargate, uh, just run us through uh, the, the high points of your career and what led you up to... Uh, to your work on Stargate. Uh, well, uh, thanks. Um, uh, you know, I'm a uh, I'm a working professional here in Vancouver, so we've had lots of chance to do some some really uh, nice projects. I think uh, uh, folks would recognize me from uh, Fantastic Four as the banker that Doctor Doom eventually does in in the, the car park, uh, you know, big hole in the stomach. At least uh, this is what my friends tell me. They they, they recognize me from that, and also. Uh, uh, Watchmen. And I was proud to be a part of the Watchmen project, uh, Fulvio as well. Um, not as much screen time as I would have liked to have seen yeah, it. But Watchmen brought a lot of people, a lot of work up there. Uh, man, I tell you. Uh, recently, uh, I worked on a film with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Aaron Eckhart, and uh, Marty Sheen was the uh, was the co-star. Uh, it was, at the time, it was uh, called Traveling. I think it's being released under a new name, which I haven't seen yet. Um, yeah, doing a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of the film and TV projects up here. I was uh, recurring on um, a project up here called Falcon Beach. Um, it was a Made in Canada series and it, you know, it did okay for a couple of seasons. Canada is a tough tough country to produce uh, TV and it's just not a big population base. So we do a lot of American uh, productions obviously. So Outer Limits, I'm a, like a veteran. I'm, I think four or five episodes of that. Uh, uh, Dead Zone was good for me. I ended up being a recurring character, Jake Truax or Tro, depending on how you know you spell it. And the producers, uh, the writers had no idea actually how to pronounce the character's name. So we were continually improvising it. But uh, that, was a, that was a great gig. Um, Stargate, I enjoyed it. It was just, I, you know, I, I, I didn't get enough. Uh, um, I just didn't get enough airtime on that show. But I, I, I had a great time on set. Pe Peter DeLuise was directing, and uh, hey, he's fantastic. I imagine you've seen a lot of change in the Vancouver film industry over the last. Yeah, yeah even over the last. Yeah, definitely. When I came out here in '94, it was the heyday. Um, X Files, of course, was the big show, and uh, among others, um, Where are you from originally? Uh, Toronto, and I, I trained in New York, uh, Circle in the Square uh, Theater School. Um, uh, the um, uh, the North Shore, uh, the Lionsgate Studios, uh, Canal, or is it Stephen J. Cannell or Canal? I've never. Uh, no one exactly how to produce that. It's terrible because he kept hiring all of us. Uh, they were producing lots of different kinds of series, and uh, boy, it was it was the heyday. I mean, everybody was working. When 9/11 happened, there was a significant decrease in in uh, productions that were being shot here. That at the same time in that year, if you for those that can remember back, there was a writer's strike in L.A. Also, SAG was threatening to uh, have a massive actor strike in support of the writer's strike. The combination of 9-11, that writer's strike, and the uncertainty with SAG virtually cut our production in half. Wow. And since then, um, like most industries in the world, uh, whenever there's a, a shortage of work, you can discipline the labor force, meaning you can offer them a lot less money, yeah, right. and we will take it because that's the only yeah, game in town. And uh, in since 2000, and two, say the year 2000, I would say that on the average day, a working, a working journeyman actor like myself, uh, we've clawed back around 75%. So for us, we've taken a 75% cut in pay.
uh, over the last, instead of it going up, we've been continually going down. But having said that, uh, Vancouver remains pretty strong. Lots of shows going on. You're back up to 70%? Or no, no, we've 75 down. You're up to 25%. Yeah, yeah basically, on, a, on an average day. Wow. So that's that's been a bit hard, but it's everywhere. You know, I have friends that work in L.A., and the uh, same thing, you know, there, in fact, there's less work, so we're still lucky here. Uh, you know, I, uh, like uh, so many of my fellow actors on the panel today, we do a lot of voiceover, cartoons, uh, you know, we do everything. You have to this, uh, to make a living, and uh, we're, we've been fortunate. You know. Your character on Stargate, General Kerrigan, was introduced in uh, fourth season episode Prodigy. There you go. Uh, I knew it was the fourth season, and I, I was trying to. I, was, I have to say, I was cheating today. I was like looking up my IMD <laughs> resume, going, "Okay, what episode was that?" Um, no, it was fourth season for sure, um, and that was great. And my scene primarily with uh, Amanda Tapping, uh -huh. who is got to be the sweetest. Uh, Did you enjoy working with? Her? Oh, she's fantastic, and you know. That's a wonderful. She's Canadian, and I don't. I don't think it's because she's Canadian, but but maybe it helps that she would welcome every actor on set warmly. There was never a sense of I'm I'm the big star here, and you're just a, a fill in for the day. There was never a sense of that, and uh, both on set and in the uh, um, makeup and hair, you know, it was very positive. And to this day, she'll remember. Um, she'll remember me. You know, if not by name, and she goes, ah, we, yeah, we did that. General Kerrigan, right? It was a significant character. Even though uh, it seems you didn't, you didn't do a whole lot of episodes or have a whole lot of screen time, General Kerrigan is a significant history, uh, significant character in Stargate history. Oh, thank you. Because of this connection with Samantha Carter's backstory yeah. uh, at uh, the Air Force Academy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he eventually gets brought in uh, is, uh, on the inside in your, your next appearance in Proving Ground in Season 5. Now he knows about the Stargate program. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You finally gotten the secret told. I admire your uh, your research here. Well, that's that's. Uh, yeah. You've been no following this. Necessary yeah, as, a, as a fan of the show. Oh, there you go. Um, but that's that's an interesting switch for the character, and it happened completely off screen. There was never a point in which General Kerrigan was, was sat down and, and debriefed on screen. Mm -hmm. Briefed, I should say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, really, it, it got down to me from one good scene. Um, and you, I bet you know this, the, uh, the name of the actress that played the cadet, that, I'm, that comes basically... She, that, the character's name is Jennifer Haley. There you go. Do you know the actress's name? Uh, if I sat here for a few minutes... You know what? I bet you could. And uh, uh, it was her first uh, appearance on the show, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, terrific. And it was that young bunch of uh, folks, that, that the young cadets. And uh, you know what? I, I've never seen the episode. Like so many, I, we, you know... It's hard to get those episodes, so I guess I have to go back and rent season four, like everybody else, and yeah. uh, start watching it. How did I do? I think it was a great thing. That's that puts you on the spot, just like. Well, <laughs> I asked for the interview because I'm a fan. Oh, you did on the show. oh thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and Kerrigan Ker yeah, is such an interesting guy. Again, with Samantha Carter's backstory, she goes to the Air Force Academy and. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. Your character introduces her to Cadet Haley. Mm -hmm. And there is, and there was a sense of history, and uh, and Amanda was great with that, and, you know, so because you're your pupil. That's right. Your protege, who's gone on. That's to right. So I'm her mentor. So, so immediately, there's a there's a connection there, and uh, as so typical in TV land, uh, we'd never met before uh, that episode. We had no chance to rehearse, uh, so we just basically on the spot invent whatever you whatever you can. You know, we were both cognizant that there, there was, as you say, this backstory, and you know how 
how are we going to, you know, what are we going to do? What it, there needs to be some sort of there, there, some, yeah, absolutely, some kind of, it, it, you know, the occasional look. And it, and it all, you know, as you know, it all gets said in in, in the look of an eye. And uh, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish it had gone on. Yeah. One of my favorite things about that episode that I love uh, is. Uh, Kerrigan very obviously knows that, that Sam has become involved in something very big and very top secret and sort of teases her a bit unless you want to t- tell me what it is that you're doing <laughs> you know you've got me at a disadvantage because as I said I haven't I, yeah and I haven't seen the episode um, I remember um, um, you know how we, we shot the scene very quickly as as usual uh, your casting originally was that just sort of the, the typical agent submission to go in yep yep yeah, Does anything like, stand out in your mind about, about uh, how that came about? No, you know what? I, I, you know, that's easy for me. Um, uh, the high-status authoritarian figures. Um, uh, it's just the way I look and, and my voice. And, uh, you know, nothing could be farther from the truth in reality. I'm, I'm not that guy at all. But, uh, well, maybe I might be if I were in a position of authority. I might be able to. But that, they... Uh, no, they, they, they had that decision made pretty early, and there was no, um, there was no callback. I think they, they cast right off it. But I, they, they're very smart like that, and uh, their casting has been great. I, I remember seeing J.R. Horn, who's a, who's a good friend, and, you know, he, you know. Uh, they must know pretty much everyone in town. Oh, I think so. They've seen everybody. And what with how many, episodes, how many series now, spinoffs? Stargate 1. Up on, on the third, third series. The third series, and of course, Paula McGillian is a good buddy of mine, and oh, is he? you know, it was great to see him, you know, get that role, and, and uh, he deserves it, and he did a great job, and it was really fascinating to see the, uh, you know, the fan um, base that he had to bring him back. Uh, were you surprised when they called you back for another episode the next year? Um, honest God, was it like a year later? Yeah, it was like a little less than a year. Um, no, I was, I was, I was happy. Of course, uh, you know, we're always happy to work, and that's a great series. And that scene was with Richard Dean and uh, Don Davis. Don Davis is. Have you had a chance to interview Don Davis? Is he not? Isn't he a sweetheart? Tremendous, tremendous. What a humble man. You know, he'll start telling you about that time. You know, he's from. I think he's from the South, somewhere in the. Is it Texas? Atlanta. Yeah. No, he's. he's yeah. Missouri. Something like that. And, uh, you know, it was one of those days where, you know, he couldn't remember those lines. And, uh, you know, and then and it's, it's kind of, you know, it can, it's like a brush fire. You know, he couldn't remember his lines and then, you know, came around on me and I went, I can't remember my lines either. That Richard, I think, lost a couple of his. And we we're all like, you know, that it just happens. It's one of those things. So that, for me, that was a memorable day. Was uh, Don was just, you know, really trying hard to, because you know these guys are great at techno babble. Terrell Rothery's got to be the best in the world at that kind of stuff, and and Amanda, of course. You know, you just come in and you have to start blabbing line after line, and you know, and they do it every day, and uh, they're really good at it. Don, Don, not so good. <laughs> and I was terrible that day too. And I, I think I only had three or four lines. I was like blah blah blah. I think it was at a radar screen, if I'm not mistaken. That whole scene. Was there ever a sense after you you came back and did, did a second episode as the character? There's a little bit of evolution for the character having learned the secret of the Stargate program. Well, that you might come back again and be a little bit more recurring. Well, thank you. I, I, 
you know, I'm, not, I'm just not sure what, what the, uh, in terms of um, um, the process that they decide to reinstate a character and how far that character that character's arc is going to go. Um, certainly it was a good time, and uh, I think the work was strong, and, you know, I didn't, uh, certainly didn't hear any complaints. So, you know, exactly how... Um, decisions at what level they're made and why a certain character appears a lot or or it was just a preference and might have been something to do with Richard if he you know felt comfortable you know when when you're working with an ensemble like that it's people you enjoy and people you like and if there was a connection great and if if not that might that might be part of the reason had you auditioned for for another role in Stargate prior to that I, I did I, I had uh, Early on, I think in season two, I was a newscaster. I think it just came on at the. Uh, it's just you were a, the newscaster a, there, but for the grace of God, in season one, which was the all-time most fantastic episode of season one. I know that you're kidding me. I know this. How do you know that? I'm, you're I'm the alternate reality newscaster. Yes, I am. My goodness. It's the end of the world. The, apparently, that's the, the spaceship coming. There you go. There. Until you said that, I forgot. <laughs> I apologize. You, you stunned me. I'm amazed. I, I, I bow down. Study IMDb and have a better mastery of your career. No, please, no. <laughs> I, I don't think so. You're doing terrific. In the future, it's Stargate Universe. It's a very different show, different setting. It's sci-fi. Everybody can play a different character, be under makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, in sure, I'd love to. Um, you know, as a, a as a journeyman actor in Vancouver, I'm always up for working. Um, again, uh, you know, it depends. Uh, I know the season just got cast. I mean, the the, the main cast has yeah. just been cast recently. A couple of people we know, and um, best of luck to those those folks. And I hope it runs forever. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, having a shot. And we're all just, I mean, Stargate employed just about every actor in Vancouver I think at one time or another yeah. and uh, we're you know we're all going to wait for our our turn and uh, we're you know competing as always uh, of course now I'm 10 years older and uh, you know uh, it gets a little harder um, the competition has dwindled uh, but those that remain are fantastic I mean the guys I'm auditioning with are Gary Chalk and um, you know Jerry Wasserman and Andrew Airely I mean these, these are A-list uh, Vancouver actors, and you, you probably talked with with a number of them before. Um, you know, as as you get older, um, the the work becomes there's a little less work, obviously, for the older guys, um, and um, the, the 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 competition is fierce. I mean, those guys have survived and are, are terrific actors. So, but uh, you know, I get a you know, it's 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 a young man's game, I think, or a young woman's game. Most of the Stargate, don't you think? There will always be roles. There, yeah, they tend to be. They tend to be smaller roles. They're supporting roles, which is fine. The generals. Yeah, the general, the authority, very military base. Right, the town elders. If, uh, I'm not sure the premise of Atlantis uh, or uh, the universe. Is it a? Is it a different? It's uh, mainly based on a ship. There okay. will be some, some planetary exploration. Okay. And, uh, yeah, contact more, more with. Contact with uh, alien life forms. Is it? Does it? So not as much. Not as much. Eh? Well, there you go. Anything well, else? Last but not least, this is your first fan convention. Have you had a good time? I've had What's a been your experience with, with these Stargate fans? Uh, you know what? I, I've had a blast. I was, okay. uh, Heather and I came together. And, um, Heather Dorsen. Yeah, Heather Dorsen. And um, we were both like, oh, what are we, what are we, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not, uh, obviously, Amanda or Dave Nickel or, you know, Terrell, you know, yes. done these before and have really high profiles. We're... We're the rank and file, you know, and we're proud of what we do, but 
we're not big names by any means. So, like, well, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna say? Are people gonna, you know, want to say hello? And the fans were terrific. I mean, uh, you know, they we did the question and answer. Um, there was, you know, we ran out of time. We couldn't answer everybody's questions. Uh, very entertaining. The fans seemed to be so receptive. Uh, I think they're just happy to be in Vancouver and at a, you know, away from home. I mean, it's a great opportunity for them to get out and have a little mini vacation. Uh, and then at uh, the, the, this is the time to celebrate Stargate, celebrate what we love that brings us all together. It's amazing. Connects you know. us to you. Well, there you go. As, as, as a working actor. Well. You know, I, we had a chance as primarily, you know, afterwards uh, at the uh, photo signing um, to meet folks from all across the world. I mean, the, the, the gal that was sitting next to me uh, facilitating from Australia had flown in from Brisbane um, for the event. Uh, my, the first woman that came up for, uh, for an autograph was from Italy. A uh, number of folks from the UK, from Germany. I mean, it's just from all across the world. And uh, just so happy to, you know, be, you know, welcoming us and uh, thank you for being here. And so, no, 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 thank you for being here. You know, it, it just makes you realize that, you know, what we do um, in the course of a career can be, um, you know, it, it, it's a career, it's a job. You know, you go to it and then you start to realize what kind of impact it can have. And uh, and and uh, not to underestimate that, you know that that shows like Stargate, you know, mean something to people, you know, that they really enjoy them. And they're not they're not crazy. I mean, they they you know it's a show, but they it's a show they enjoy and they enjoy getting out and going to these conventions. And I'm having a blast. One of the you know I I really didn't have any expectations. Um, I do a lot of cartoons and. Um, uh, I've, uh, yeah, voiceover and anime, and uh, I've been pretty fortunate with some of the prelay series as well. And I, I, I've never gone to those conventions, but uh, after having gone to this one, I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know, um, Kirby um, does a ton of those anime conventions, and uh, folks like Scotty McNeil and uh, David Kay and uh, and other uh, local Vancouver actors, um, and they, they just have a blast. And some of them are in Hawaii. Sounds, sounds like fun to me. Yeah, so I'm. I'll, I'll sign up next time. Yeah. Are there other projects that uh, you have coming out where, where we can look for you? Uh, I'm doing a stage play uh, called 36 Views. Uh, I start rehearsals on April 15th, and we open on May 1st, of course, uh, here, in if you, uh, here in Vancouver. If anybody's in Vancouver during that time, please come. Um, uh, voice work continues. Uh, that's always pretty steady. Um, the movie with Jennifer Aniston and Aaron Eckhart the new title of which I do not know, but it's opening soon. Um, as does Dear Mr. Gacy, made for movie, made for TV movie, uh, about William, no, William, uh, John Wayne Gacy, excuse me, John Wayne Gacy. A young man in high school entering college had the idea to interview a number of serial killers by posing as the kind of victim that these killers would be attracted to and then starting relationships with them long distance and then uh, interviewed a number of Jeffrey Dahmer and uh, Gacy and um, I forget the fellow in California um, you know these are seriously twisted individuals and he would he was a psychology major and he got into their minds published a book became an instant bestseller um, he got his law degree and then two years later killed himself in his own garage so the movie is based on that book and uh, you know about this kid that basically starts to get involved with uh, John Wayne Gacy one of, one of the most frightening killers in American history so that's 
that's upcoming and should be interesting, if not a little dark. Um, Impact, a miniseries that we shot last year, um, has been shown in Germany to great response, and I think Sci-Fi Channel is planning to run it, if not ABC. I think they were that was a miniseries in search of a network, but I think they're uh, look for it sometime in 2009. And um, yeah, I'm I'm proud of that. That was a that was a nice role. Yeah. Keeping busy for sure. For sure.